everybody welcome back to the carol connection it's been a fucking minute so glad to be back so excited to be recording glad to be doing things safely and things are slowly getting back to normal and i appreciate people who have listened to the podcast and i haven't even been posting stuff like that's fucking awesome i appreciate you guys a lot and i'm just i don't know i'm pumped to be doing this again i missed it and like this is something i look forward to i like i said before like podcasting has kind of become my therapy just to be able to talk to people and share their stories and just reconnect with a lot of old friends that I haven't seen in a long time. And it's just fucking, I love doing it. And I'm really excited for this one. I've been planning for this and we've been working out things and obviously COVID kind of fucks shit up for everybody, but here with another one. And I also want to shout out Keanu Baltazar from my last episode. He was the last person I was able to do like a face-to-face interview with. So if you haven't checked out that episode, please do it. Fantastic episode. Great guy. But today I'm here with someone that's amazing goes by the name of Angelo Sabatini, and what's up, Angelo? How you been? I've been good, man. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. As you know, I've been excited to do this for a while. Um, I've just been kicking it, honestly. Mm. Like, with all this quarantine going on, like, in the free time, it's just my mind's been wandering, so I've been trying to find, like, new stuff to do to, like, take up my time, you know, explore some things that I never had the time to do before. Exactly, and that's what you, exactly you should be doing right now, and, like, obviously, for people out there, too, like, don't feel bad if you haven't been doing shit during quarantine. Like, take care of your mental health, do what you gotta do to be right, but also look towards the future and building towards whatever you wanna do in life, and that's something that you inspire me to do with what you're doing right now, and... Obviously, we'll get into it and share it, but kind of just share with everybody what you've been up to, what you've been doing for work, and things like that. So, I am a personal trainer, and I also have a degree in nutrition, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to kind of blend those two together. Um, right now, since I am a trainer, like I'm not focusing too much on the nutrition aspect. That's more so just like little tidbits of information that I like to give out to people. Um, one thing that I find very interesting right now with mm-hmm. like the whole... Uh, quarantine going on is just how important it is to get that daily movement in and that's things that like i've been reading on watching podcasts uh pretty much just explaining how we're gonna be transitioning to this age of like sedentary work where especially now you hear a lot of businesses saying like oh we're not even gonna go back to our shop anymore we're gonna have everybody working from home Mm. So now you got to think, like, if you're going to be in a chair all day, like not even walking to work, walking to lunch, getting up in the office, you need to have essentially prescribed movement. And that's a big reason why I got into personal training was because, like, the body is so fascinating. And nobody really, like, gives it the attention it deserves. Like, generally speaking, obviously there are people who focus primarily in that. Mm -hmm. But I think... Something that everybody should do now, if they're not already, is start learning more about themselves and like mm. what it is to be a human. Because soon enough, the same way you would get prescribed medication from a doctor, mm-hmm. you should be getting prescribed movement from whether it be like a personal trainer, physical therapist, whatever it is. Like just finding something to do to make sure that your body stays how it's supposed to be yeah i think that's a really fucking great point i think a lot of people don't give their body the attention that it needs and like like you said we're fucking human like your body needs movement that's like you look at our ancestors and what we kind of come from like we're built for that like that's what we need if we don't get that that's why a lot of that stuff leads to like things like depression anxiety and obviously obesity is a big issue in this country and like obviously it plays with diet too but like not taking care of your body. Your body is your fucking temple. Like, you got to treat it like that. And that's something I've done recently. I've talked on this podcast a lot about. It's just, I took the time. I was overweight. I was drinking a lot. I wasn't in a great place. And not taking care of my body for made me feel worse about myself. And, like, I wasn't mentally in a great place and or space. And I just didn't know how to get out of it. And seeing people like yourself who push that content and try to inspire people to get after it and work on themselves because by doing that you're building more self-confidence and you're getting better at identifying things that are kind of toxic in the way you approach things and 
you got to be able to check yourself. I think a lot of people struggle with checking themselves when it comes to at least their health. Like, oh, that cookie or whatever is, it's okay right now. Like, it's like my, like, stress reliever. I'm cool with it. Like, I can get away with this one. But, like, that shit adds up and adds up and adds up. And especially when you're not doing anything, really. Kind of tell me about, and then for the people who don't know, this man is fucking ripped. <laughs> this dude is, so, you got to check out his Instagram. What is your Instagram, by the way? As for fitness, so AS, the number four mm-hmm. fitness. Yeah, I will also be putting that information out there when I post about the podcast, but please check it out. Fucking great content. So, with everything that's been going on, how have you been kind of like adjusting to this new norm with being a personal trainer where you can't get that face to face contact with clients? Like, yeah, so one thing that my company, because I work for Equinox, mm-hmm. um, and they're kind of like setting the pace for like the future of virtual training. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you never really think that you can deliver like as much quality like via virtual session as you could in person. Mm-hmm. But those of my clients who have like, you know, dove into the virtual training have been just overwhelmed with how much they love it. And, like, I always get amazing feedback. And some of the stuff that we do, like, one of my clients, he's, like, 61, right? Mm -hmm. Which is just, like, a different story. Like, there's really no excuse for age. You know what I mean? You can always take action, try to figure something out. Like, we'll do half-hour sessions, 15 minutes of stretching, 15 minutes of some quick core work. So, like, now, pretty much, like, what I'm telling people to hone in on is what is most applicable to their life. If you're older, like, you need to stretch and make sure you can still move freely and feel good. Mm-hmm. And then the core is important because you use that for everything. So it's figuring out what you use every day and kind of just giving that some love. Because even if you're not doing anything right now, something as simple as going for a walk three times, four times a week, yep. anything. It doesn't have to be like a huge jump. Like no one's saying you got to go to the gym like every single day of the week. Just a little something to get the ball rolling. Like you said, helps with the mental health. Like, there's just so many benefits to it, and people should really start looking Dude, into I that. Dude, I fucking preach to people. I'm like, you don't have to be in the gym like you or even some... I, I go... I'm not saying I go hard, but I definitely lift my weights, and I get after it, and I run a lot. Like, you just go for a walk. Like, do something. And especially now, where what they're not telling you with the COVID stuff is your immune system and how you need to make sure that that shit's intact. And that comes from eating right, getting sunlight, drinking water, getting sleep, like the basic stuff that we just ignore. And obviously a fucking world pandemic creates a lot of anxiety with people because I know for myself, it definitely creates that. I couldn't do the podcast for God. It's been months basically since I've been able to like sit down with someone and do this and like we're being safe. So don't worry. But like, it's kind of just scary like how everything can just be taken away from you like that and it shows how fragile humans are in our life like we've been sitting in this bubble and we're kind of waking up to the fact that tomorrow's not given we always people always say that you got to live like tomorrow's not like tomorrow's your last day or whatever like whatever the sayings are but it's like you got to actually do it yeah you can't just like bullshit it it's that's the easiest way to be happy you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. people like if you search for happiness it's you're never gonna find it because you have to be content with what you have in the present and to like to talk about the obesity thing and like how fragile we are as humans one of the things that you also aren't hearing a lot about with these risk factors of people Mm -hmm. that are dying is obesity has multiple like overarching issues that attribute to the covid deaths oh for sure and for some reason like they're not really like publicizing that and i don't understand why it's always like you always hear about like the old age people who have Mm -hmm. chronic illnesses but it like obesity in a sense, can be a chronic illness because it brings about so many other things. Yeah, like heart, all that stuff. Like, that shit's all tied to obesity. Like, obesity is, like, probably one of the number one killers in this country. It's kind of sad that we don't acknowledge it as what it is. It's frustrating. I think a lot of people would benefit off diet stuff. And I get it. Diet 
is very hard to... When I say diet, people get, like, weird about that. Yeah. When I say diet, I'm talking about just, like, the things you eat. I'm not talking about going on a diet, but, like, changing the things you eat and not be making it, like, a... Because te- like, when you say diet, that kind of implies that you're going to change it at some point, too. Which yeah. is, like, it's okay to change. Like, for sure, you should be changing what you eat, but, like, make sure what you're changing is, like, still on the path of what you want. Yeah. One thing that I found a lot, like... When I first started, and even still um, at Equinox, like when I interview potential clients, I always get the, oh, I'm trying the fasting diet. I do that. I love fasting. And so see, like this is a very hot topic as well. So now... I'm not going to die on this fucking like cross or whatever for that. Like I'm flexible. With my Like I'm saying, I'm not married to my perspectives. Yeah. But pretty much with the fasting thing, mm-hmm. we've been... F- Fasting has been part of diet, so to speak, how we eat forever, right? Your typical fasting period is from when you stop eating before bed until you eat breakfast, aka breakfast fast in the morning. And I watched someone on Joe Rogan, I forget who it was, talking about like scientific studies, Mm -hmm. what's proven. 8-hour, 12-hour, 16-hour fast, and 12-hour, like, proved to be the most beneficial, aka just don't late-night snack and have, you know, a nutritious breakfast in the morning. And that's, there's a couple things that I try to, like, preach to people, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. and that's get that metabolism started in the morning, start off with a nice nutrient-dense breakfast, right? And you can find something you enjoy. It doesn't always just have to be eggs and bacon or a sandwich from Dunkin', you know what I mean? Like, try stuff out, find Mm -hmm. what you like, stick to that. Second, you got to drink water. Definitely. Everyone needs to drink more water. Like, I'm Yeti right here, bro. I love when I tell people that they need to drink more and they're like, oh, I had like, you know, three or four water bottles today. I'm like, okay, well, you still need to drink more. And... The third thing is just soda. Like, I don't even touch that shit. It does nothing but kill you. Yeah, that's all it does. Yeah, it tastes good because it's just sugar, and your liver can't even process that all. So what happens? There's no fat, technically calorie wise, in soda, but the excess amount of sugar hmm. gets stored as fat in the body. So anytime you're taking in excess sugars Mm -hmm. you can almost guarantee that (laughs) it's going to be uh stored as fat in the body so those three things absolutely what you need to focus on so you might get a little mad at me for this one but for me what i i fast like i don't plan out my fast like i try not to eat late so i try to cut it off like eight maybe latest i'll cut it off is 10 that's a big fucking b i know i don't know how it got in here i don't either but that's a hornet huh yeah. Damn. Whatever. As long as you don't bother it. Unless you want to kill it, I don't care. Sorry, guys. But, <laughs> but oh, look at that guy. I'm chilling. He'll post up. Yeah. He's thick. Oh, shit. Whatever. But for the fast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he just tagged me real quick. Kind of want to kill him. You want me to do it or do you want to do it? What do we got in here? We could use this thing. The bottom of that. Love it. Love it. People are going to love this one. Angel's going in for the kill. Fuck, that was not a good one. He's right there. Okay, kill it. Yeah, you got, you got that on live, guys. We killing bugs out here. Straight up, hornets. You got to be ready for action. Leave <laughs> it straight up. You never know when shit's going to pop off on a podcast. But what I'm talking about with fasting. So, I try to cut off 8 or 9 o'clock at night. And for me... I sometimes, I usually don't eat until noon. And I just drink water as soon as I wake up. I'll try how, to long, have, how long have you been doing this, like months, fasting? Since like August. Yeah. Since August. And for me, I think it plays a role in, because I've been trying to also lose weight too. So like I'm trying not to consume too much calories, but I'm, I've been taking, I've been adding vitamins in for like, I just take like one a day, like men's vitamins, yeah, just basic fine. stuff. That's and all like, you need. I, I make sure I drink water. For me, water and try not to eat as much junk. So I try not to snack. When I do have snacks, I try to make it like a granola bar or something. I try to put in some fruit when I can. Like, I'm try- I am try my best not to eat bullshit, basically. Yeah. But for me, 
when I wake up, I've always felt like this. I've felt like I always had to force myself to eat breakfast, and it's not something that, like, my body wanted. And it just, it didn't, like, I don't want to feel like I have to force myself to eat and, like, waste food and stuff like that. So, and now my body is so used to being on a fasting-type schedule and like that, I just, I'm not hungry in the morning. Like, I haven't eaten today. It's, like, 10 o'clock in the morning and, like, have not eaten. I'm not hungry. Like, I'm not anything. I just drink multiple things of water. Yeah, and that's totally fine. Like, a big thing is finding what works for you. You know what I mean? Like, only you really feel what's going on inside of yourself. Mm -hmm. So... If having a breakfast at 8 or 9 o'clock, you know, isn't going to sit well with you, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, even me, I didn't eat breakfast before I came here. I had a little snack and my vitamins just so I can make sure I absorb, you know, the vitamins and minerals from it. But I don't stick to the same thing all the time. You got to do what works for you and what's sustainable, which is pretty much what I'm getting at. So when people come to me and like, oh, I want to train, lose weight. And this is the diet that I'm doing right now. I'm like, well, don't just do the diet to lose weight. Mm -hmm. You need to find what works best for you. And I can guarantee you if it's like a 16-hour fast, you're not going to want to do that for the rest of your life. Yeah, no Because if you, if you get into like this diet, so like say like the Atkins diet or what do they call it now? Keto. Yeah. It's the same thing. Atkins keto, same thing. You're putting your body into ketosis by taking away carbohydrate uh, energy. And that has a bunch of negative effects on your brain. Mm -hmm. When you sleep, your spinal cord only gets fed through glucose. So now if you're depleting your body of it, when you go to bed, you wake up, you don't feel rested. And I've seen this happen firsthand with a couple people that I knew that did these diets and then once you get back to eating the carbohydrates you start gaining the weight back it's just not sustainable and that's a diet you want to have a healthy lifestyle healthy way of eating that works for you Mm. and don't just buy into whatever people are saying to you take the initiative look things up figure out what works best that's what i tried to preach like i would say it too like for me the way i do my fasting works for me works for my body. I don't have issues with it. I haven't really been sick too often. Like I did joke around that I got sick back in January and I thought I might have had COVID. Still don't know. Maybe when I get the antibody test, I could find out. But like, haven't been sick in a long time. So like, I've been just, the key is drinking water and sleep. Like a big portion of that is, people don't understand how important sleep is and how much you really don't get in sleep too. Like if you're eating junk food and waking up in the night and like all different factors affect how you deeply you sleep and obviously i'm not an expert on this whatsoever but i think the deeper you sleep it's better for recovery for muscles and things like that you can oh, yeah. be able to touch on that more than i could absolutely so like sleep like you said you don't eat after nine that was one of the things that i started doing at the beginning of this quarantine like i wrote down like some daily habits that i yeah. wanted to form but um one of them was going to sleep earlier i'm gonna pull up something for you i'm gonna pull up my compare i don't know if i've ever showed you my comparison pictures when I fucking lost weight, but a lot of it I was a part partially because I fucking would get sleep in like water and not. Oh, absolutely. Food. So this was January 2019, beginning of the year. I was fat. Wow. I was fat, and don't don't judge me for this picture. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a fuck boy or anything, but like took this the other day. You were feeling good. I was feeling good about myself. Hell yeah. Feeling That's good about up. myself. So like. And I got that fresh cut. Don't worry about that, though. <laughs> but for me, I just wasn't comfortable with the way I looked. And sleeping and drinking water was definitely key for me. And that's fine. Like, get yourself a fucking Yeti or something or a Camelback or whatever you need. Like, some type of thermos that keeps it cold. Like, drink fucking water. Dude, it's crazy how much of a difference having a water bottle that you enjoy drinking mm-hmm. out of makes. Because... I know a bunch of people that have like water bottles that they've had for years and it's like I've had that camel back for since fucking like maybe high school. Exactly. And it's like you know you're always going to be using that. Mm-hmm. That's your water bottle. You're going to bring it everywhere with you and it feels normal. Just upgraded to the Yeti. I was exposed to a Yeti recently and I fucking fell in love. Had to get the chug cap too. That shit's fucking mint. That's what I mean. Like having that cap, I guarantee makes you drink more water cuz oh, yeah. it's easier. Yep. For sure. And I fucking love it. Keeps it nice and cold. Like, kind of wish I got a little bit bigger one. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is, like, more ideal for, like, my workspace and 
things like that. But yeah. So, yeah, like I said, it's easy, and things that are easy to do, that's what people want to do. People right? just don't want to go to the bathroom a lot because they drink. Yeah. I I see it as a game. Like I just want to make sure everything's clear. If I I'm clear, that means I'm drinking a lot of water and I'm doing good. Like, yeah, you're flushing the body. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to be doing, and that's healthy, and it like it's good for you. And like people kind of struggle with that, and like. I don't know, maybe some toxic shit that's kind of been put into our culture that makes... It's kind of like the body positivity thing. Like, I'm not, like, taking shots at it, but, like, obviously you should be comfortable with where you are and don't feel bad for where you are. But I think everyone should have that ability to kind of recognize, hey, I'm not living a healthy lifestyle, and I should work towards changing that, and you will feel better, like, for sure. Like, I feel way better being closer towards a weight that I feel comfortable at. My body looks good. I've gotten rid of a lot of fat, like, my face and my belly. Like, part part of it, too, when I say is drinking. Like, drinking is, like, it's fun. It's a good social thing. But, like, that adds so much shit to your body that you really don't need. Oh, yeah. And it's most mostly done at nighttime. Yep. Before you go to bed. Think about the food you have after, too. Yeah. Like, all that stuff, dude. Like, I know for me, uh... Because during this, like, whole quarantine thing, like, I've lost, like, 13 pounds, mm. right? And I used to be going out, you know, on the weekends, drinking, eating. But, like, during the week, I was on my shit. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm not going out, eating, and drinking, I, and I've been, like, losing body fat, sleeping well, it just goes to show me how much even someone like me who's, like, so focused on all the shit I do mm-hmm. can still be affected by the weekend. So if you're not going hard during the week and then you're just like doing whatever the fuck you want on the weekend you can guarantee that you're not gonna get the results that you want to see that's big facts like when i really started like honing in on what i wanted to get after i didn't drink most of 2019 i really didn't drink alcohol i've started to drink more recently just because like i'm at a i'm at a place where i'm more comfortable and i know how to control myself and not overindulge and having a drink like i'll have a couple beers or something like that and I'm fine with that because I know what I need to do and I'm not taking too much and it's cool to, it's nice to lighten up and have a little bit when you're being social and stuff. So I'm not against it, but like, I definitely think people should try to go without it because you'll, you'll notice the difference just like you're saying for sure. It's all about that self-discipline. It's the hardest thing for people to do is have that battle within yourself on if you want to say yes or no to any given situation. Yeah, I definitely... Especially when people are around you. Yeah, I definitely wanted to give you props, too, for posting the workouts that you do that you've been doing at home, because I like them. I like seeing... I have a couple other people that post stuff like that, too, and I like seeing that because it gives me ideas for my own self to do home workout videos and, like, not videos, but, like, workouts themselves. I think Tracy Moskowitz, who I have... I forget what episode number that was, but if you haven't checked that episode out, great person. She's awesome. And... She does like virtual training videos like you were talking about and I think that's so fucking awesome that and that people are willing wanting to do that and it's like how I think about it, it's kinda like a live like you know how they have those workout videos that people used to do back in the day and the yeah, tapes and stuff? It's yeah. like is that but real and live and you can connect with that person and like You know the people too. Yeah. It's not just that one VHS tape that everybody's getting with the same trainer. It's like you can watch Tracy's videos, you can watch my videos. You can check out Taylor's uh, fitness page too yep, for like all yep. this nutrition and stuff. It's like, and you know all these people, and when you know them, you're more inclined to trust them. Exactly, and that's part of this point of like the podcast. I'm creating a platform that allows people like yourself and them to kind of share what you've been up to, and you're doing it in a positive way, and you're doing ways to like help people grow and become better versions of themselves. And that's what I've been preaching. I stay preaching that. I haven't done it on the quarantine connection because that's just like a mini series. I'm just, I'm bullshitting. My cousin's having a good time just trying to push content for people. But this, this podcast is all about that stuff. Being positive, motivating each other, talking about mental health because people don't talk about mental health. And that is something that's really unchecked with this pandemic. Like suicide rates are going up. Like I don't have the stats offhand, obviously, but I've listened to people like Joe Rogan and Gary Vee and some other people talk about just Twitter and just getting my sources from other stuff. But like rates are going up and cops are dealing with multiple suicides a day because the stress of this is like unbearable for some people because people are losing businesses. People are probably getting in fights with significant others being trapped in a house that they're not comfortable with. Same with kids who can't go to school and that's their escape. Yeah. Now they're in abusive possible homes and not getting fed the proper amount of food that they would get from schools. And like there's so much extra stuff that people just ignore and aren't willing to kind of talk about. People are like, 
stay at home, socially distance. But what about all this other stuff? We can't just like forget that life is still happening. We just kind of like, well, I feel like a lot of people who watch the news too are just sucked into this bullshit. Oh like, man, fuck the news. I was saying that the other day. Um, I was watching the news. I forget with who, but um, you know, you get pretty much like 95% of the reportings are negative, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw this one clip about like, the oldest tortoise that's like up for adoption in like Massachusetts, it's like fifty three years old, right? And it's like some people might be like, "Well, what the fuck is that information for? That's useless." But it's light hearted, yeah. You know what I mean? Everything else that you see is dreadful. Like we are in Massachusetts. Why am I seeing like this? Is not talking about like the protests, the burnings. We can get this into was, that soon. This was like a couple weeks ago, like. Something burning down in, like, Alabama. You know what I mean? It's like, you're just showing me that to show me something that is destructive because people can be like, oh, my God, look at that. Instead of talking about the good things that are going on that aren't as exciting but mentally will help people. Even if they worded it differently, too. Like, hey, you can donate to this this to help those people who that building burned down or whatever. Like yeah. you, it's the way you say things and it comes down to communication. And that's what I preach too, is just communicating with people in a proper and healthy manner, getting your points across and understanding where someone else is com- coming from. Like, and the news does not do that at all. It's feeds you fucking fear. Like it's annoying. Yeah. Totally one sided. And with all the, like the mental health stuff going around, you know, people are stressed. Like, Especially now, we have social media. We can reach out to any and everyone. Mm-hmm. If you see someone post something that you might think is a little suspicious, what's stopping you from saying, yo, you good? Yeah. What's going on? You need to talk? Even if you don't really talk to them that much. I know for me, I'm pretty active in like direct messaging people mm-hmm. and like just showing them love. You know what I mean? Regardless of what it's about, Like if I... Send some positive, send some positivity to someone. Like, I know that it's overall gonna be good no matter what because I'm doing it with love. And then another thing too with, uh, you said you wanted to talk about you know like the protesting and stuff, and I think a lot of people are taking what they see at face value, and there is a combination of compounding factors that go into what's happening right now in the country like and it's just so far along that if you haven't really immersed yourself into the history mostly uh you're really not going to be able to grasp the frustration that's happening right now it's years and years of just racist shit that's gone on this country and oppression and it's like it's like that shit should not happen yeah. There's no reason that man should have lost his life. No. And it's frustrating, especially even just, obviously, we were both white. So, like, our perspectives are different. And, like, we acknowledge, like, that shit is not okay. And, like, it's just, it's frustrating to see it. It's like, it's like that man, there's no reason for that. There's no reason you should not have been shaking, checking his pulse. Like, as a police officer, in that situation, isn't it part of your duty to kind of make sure, once they're in custody, to make sure that they're okay? Like, isn't that part of the job? Like, I just don't understand. And apparently, I could be wrong, but I've seen reports that this man had multiple cases against him of just, oh, like... Yeah, I saw that. A lot of stuff like that. And, like, there's a history behind it. So, like, obviously, facts still need to be coming out. And, like, things change so fast nowadays. So, like, obviously, when you hear this, things might be different than what we're talking about. Cause yeah. Right now, he's in custody and he's being arrested. I think he was charged with... I don't third know, degree. Third degree. So, like, obviously things change. The other ones aren't in custody at the moment, as far as I'm aware of. And, like, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's frustrating because, like, you want shit to happen right now. And, like, you see the video and there's no excuse for it. And you know that's wrong. And you know he should be punished for it. But in a country that we live in, there's a a certain way that they have to approach this. And it's frustrating that we can't just have it that way. He needs to be punished. He needs... Some people want him gone. Like, Like, there's so much anger and frustration part of it too is just we need to breathe for a sec understand the situation obviously it's all wrong we need to just like relax for a second like the looting and stuff like i'm i'm not even like against it like i get it like i totally get it yeah you're but you're like the ones where it starts fucking up buildings and burning stuff and like 
it's you, still you wrong up, at the same time. Like we can't, we gotta acknowledge that too. At the same time, that's not okay to do that. Like stealing and all that stuff. I get you're trying to send a message, but you're hurting other people. Like I've seen videos of people like getting punched and shit, and it's like, what? Are, like what are we doing? Like, and I get they're trying. The peaceful protests haven't gotten the message across. Yeah, like clearly forever. Like, yes, it never does. So like I understand it, and like I'm not gonna support looting, but I understand it. That's kind of where I'm coming from, I guess. Yeah. And I've been given this topic a lot of thought personally, and I've spoken to a couple people about it, but <clears throat> pretty much what I saw in that video is kind of a representation of things that you see happening in everyday life. Mm -hmm. You notice something that's going on that's not right, as did the three other police officers that were there. But if you step in and pull your police officer or friend away from what they're doing that you know is wrong, you might feel awkward doing that because there's like this like unspoken like understanding between friends or in this case, police officers, officers yeah. that like, oh, like you're my guy, like, you know, I'm just like doing my thing or whatever, right? And what I mean by this is the cop knew he was doing something wrong. And when I say the cop, I mean the um, the one who was standing holding the people back. Yeah. He should have got him off of there and said, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That's not how you're supposed to do your job, right? And how this relates to things that we see in our everyday life can be something as simple as, you it's know, like a joke. Or, like, some type of, like, racist remark, you know, where it's, like, someone might say it lighthearted, but you got to step in and say, that's not okay. look, that's not okay. And it's going to get real fucking awkward real fast mm -hmm. if you say that. Especially with the older generation, you hear an older person, because if you say that you've never heard someone in their fucking 40s to 60s make some type of racist remark or joke, you're just lying. You're fucking lying. You're absolutely like, lying. And I can guarantee that more than half of the people that have heard this haven't stepped in and said anything. And that's not to their fault. It's extremely awkward. And you got to build up a lot of self-confidence to be willing to put your foot down and go into that uh, situation and take charge. And that's pretty much where I'm at now. It's like, the time, anytime I hear somebody say something out of line, like you're about to get fucking checked because yeah. if you don't, it's going to keep going on. No matter how lighthearted you say, oh, I was just, no, no, it's not okay. It's not. And, that and that's it. And that applies to a lot of things too. Not even just racism. Like we talk about bullying and like things like that. It's like when you see stuff, especially like you see people even imagine like back in high school and kids who sometimes have special needs get picked on by other kids and stuff like that. It's like more people need to step up and be aware that that's not fucking okay. That's not acceptable. And it's the same thing when you're talking about people making racist comments. Like we need to check people in our society and hold them accountable for the things that they actually say. And we have to also allow people to grow and change from those mistakes that they have made. Because a lot of time in this country, if you do something wrong and obviously there's we're talking general statements. So like someone could obviously do fucking like that guy who murdered someone. Like there's some there's some things that you just can't you really can't come back from. Yeah. And like you can make them try to make as close as men's as you possibly can, but people will never forgive you for that. Like that was not okay. And rightfully so. But in general terms, we need to allow people when they say like a, a joke or something and it's not funny and you check them, we need to allow them to have that chance to analyze themselves and make that change. Because so many times people don't, and especially a social media age, people just fucking attack you, attack you, attack you without oh, facts. Yeah. And it's like, breathe, people. We need to understand a full perspective. And I know it's not the easiest thing to do, and I know it's frustrating, especially when what they say isn't aligned with what you believe. And you believe what they're saying is wrong or doing is wrong. I totally understand that. And that's something I like doing this podcast. I talk with people who have different opinions than me and like... I'm not a person. I'm not going to hate you for what you believe. I'm going to disagree with you and give you my point of view. Or if I don't know something, I'm not going to comment on it. Like a lot of people will just talk about shit that they have nothing. They don't know anything yeah, about. Every, everybody wants to be included in everything, no matter what the situation is. It's annoying. Even if they don't have a leg to stand on. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing here? 
just not for you. It's not your conversation. You don't have the knowledge, and you're just spitting bullshit, and you're just stirring the pot. Yeah, and to have a full perspective on every situation is like extremely important. Um, one thing like with this like protesting and stuff, and it's like yes, we understand why things are going on, but to say that it's strictly police it's the fault of the police for everything in the country that's just not true like police brutality huge problem you know you know people get on the force they get this they have an ego already Mm -hmm. now they have this power they feel like they're invincible nobody can touch them because all they got to do is go hit their fucking walkie-talkie and people start running in to back them up right so they just feel like they can do whatever they want and that's how this shit escalates right on top of other factors. Mm-hmm. But to just go around saying, fuck the police, is wrong. Yes. What the issue really is, ties all the way back into like the school system. The way that you're brought up and taught, you learn history, like ancestry. There's a lot of shit, especially being white, that you don't learn in school that if you had your outlook on life would be a lot different. Facts. And the only way for you to learn these things is to actually go and search and find them. And like how many people, A, want to do that and B, have the thought to do it. You know what I mean? It's just not something that populates like organically in our mind. We have to search to do it. Just like we have to actively try to be positive people because it's so easy to be negative right Mm -hmm. now. That's so true. That's like the fucking facts right there. Like so many it's like it's very hard. A lot of people can't people they lack self-awareness. That's a big problem. Is people lack the awareness of where they are in life, their beliefs, whether they're toxic, they're negative. Like you said, it's so easy to be negative right now. Like everything is going wrong and it just seems like especially when you watch the news, it's like the world is fucking ending. And in, in reality it's not. We're changing. Things are changing, and hopefully for the better in the long run. Like, I hope as a country we can kind of fucking rally behind everyone and, like, change the perspective of people and be more aware. Try to make things more equally, like, sound for everybody and, like, have less of this bullshit. Because, obviously, shit happens and we'll probably have some other fucking bad cop somewhere do something else. Because, like, there's a lot of fucking issues evolving in this country and... It's also coming up on an election year, so a lot of shit is being fucking spit to us that's kind of just feeding into the bullshit, so it's it's a frustrating time in general. And I guess I kind of switch back to, well, I want to switch back to, back to the fitness stuff and talk a little bit more about that. And what kind of inspired you to get into posting your videos on Instagram? Because obviously you were a trainer beforehand, but like, was it the work that kind of said, hey, you should make a profile, or you just kind of self, like, hey, I want to build myself like a little brand and platform? So this is actually a funny topic because speaking of like the self-awareness, mental health type thing, like, you know, I've told this to a couple people, but a lot of people probably wouldn't guess this about me, but growing up all through high school, um, the shit I always got, you know, I'm a tool, douchebag, whatever, (laughs) you name it, like all because I was in shape get questions what do you even work out for it's not like you play football like just a bunch of shit people just like bagging on me right so subconsciously which is where a lot of shit that goes on with us happens in the Mm -hmm. subconscious um i had like anxiety to post shit in Mm -hmm. a sense so it wasn't until i was like you know what i'm a professional i had to grow personally all through uh high school and college to get to the point where like I was comfortable enough to post my shit and not worry about people saying, look at this fucking guy, like he doesn't care, he just wants to show off, blah, blah, blah. Because truthfully, that's how I thought when I was young because of what people said to me. And I was just weak-minded. And that's shit that people, you know, they deal with different instances of that. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own thing. But I just started looking at it as like, you know what, like, this isn't about me. I don't care what those people think. I want to give this to people who can use it as motivation. And I want to be able to help people because that feels like my calling. I feel like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like I know that when I have conversations with people, 
I'll be able to strike a chord emotionally, especially if I know them well. So if I can put that same amount of effort into the videos I make and make it easily accessible, hopefully people will, you know, start using those. If I know it or don't, like, that's cool. I've ran into a couple people and they're just, they've said like, oh man, like, your videos are awesome. Thanks. Like I, I got motivated to start working out again. Like, yo, I always check these out and I never see like comments or anything. Like mm-hmm. I don't get any direct messages. It's just like some likes and it's a small channel. But like when you see those people in person, you haven't talked to them in forever yeah. and they tell you that your motivation for them that motivates me to mm-hmm. keep doing better. You know what I mean? No, exactly what you're saying. Like I've, I've been doing the same. I've been feeling the same way about the podcast, and that's why I wanted to bring you on the podcast because we relate in the, the same way. Where that's why I like sharing quotes too on my personal page and like putting out that positive message because like I get it all the time. People will swipe up and like comment on a story like, "Hey, I needed this one today. I like this one today." And like I get sometimes people who like they don't like the quotes, and it is what it is. I mean, I'm not posting it for them. I'm posting it because that quote relates to me, and I like it. And I try to post like maybe four or five quotes throughout the day, and I at least during the work, like during the work, ugh, excuse me, work week, and just having content out there for people to get something from. Because like my Instagram for my personal page is a lot of fucking motivational stuff. Yeah. I don't want the toxic Instagram. I don't want all the memes and all the girls and all that. I don't want that in my Instagram. I don't need Hell that. Hell no. It used to be that because I used to be a toxic person and I wasn't confident in my abilities and to get to the point to even make a podcast, you really got to fucking step out of your comfort zone. And I'm in like a public eye, I guess. Yeah. Where people listen to what I say and they t- get something from it or they don't. And maybe they share it. Maybe they talk about it. Maybe they don't. And like, I'm not worried about other people's opinions because the way I view it, I'm helping myself. I'll say it again. It's therapy for me. And like, for us, we haven't fucking talked or I probably haven't seen you in a long time. Because obviously yes. I was living, obviously in Texas and Georgia. So like, it's been a long time. So to be able to sit down, especially with everything that's been on recently it's so fucking nice to reconnect and just like talk i don't think we've ever really had a conversation like this like ever, ever. no so it's like it's a it's fun to do because i'm learning so much about why you do the things you do and that's the fucking point yeah because people are going to listen to this and get a different side of you that they don't get a chance to listen to when they meet you let's like, say they meet you at a bar or something like you get like the hey how you, how you doing doing good and like yeah. it's not deep this is deep. You're getting into it. And that's like one of the things I told my family like before I came to do this. I was like, you're probably going to hear some things from me that, you know, I never really had a discussion with you about. And I like that you mentioned like the toxic Instagram because mm-hmm. that's a real thing. And a way that you can kind of relate that is, you know, they say surround yourself with people who you want to be like. Mm-hmm. And it's like a representation of yourself. Well, that should apply to Instagram as well. Because if you ever check your screen time and you see how much time you spend... It's a lot. It's probably comparable to the amount of hours that you interact with friends during the week. Mm-hmm. So, first and foremost... like Could be more for some people. Yeah, it definitely could be more for some people. Like, first and foremost, you got to get those friends around you. You got to know who's good, who's bad. Or not even good and bad. Who to stay around more, who to hang out with less. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Um, And then with Instagram, there's so many opportunities for you to branch out and find things about yourself. Find like not even a mentor, just someone that you admire and you like what they have to say and it relates to you. A lot of things that people need, well, something a lot of people need to do is kind of like self reevaluate like you might have evaluated yourself before and you think you have a grasp on it Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until i started actively seeking to change my mind in a sense um you know reading books like about the mind about questioning and thinking and things like that where i really felt like i took off in a sense and i'm still young Mm -hmm. but i feel like i'm on a pretty like straight and narrow path now whereas before i was way more like yeah go with the flow free whatever so just dedicating some time to yourself because you deserve it Mm. and giving yourself the information there's no better thing to invest in than you 
And like I said in the beginning, like people should learn the human body, like what we're made up of, we're so complex. Same thing with the mind. It's the same thing with the mind. And it can all be so simple if you just actively look it out. Yeah, it's the, that's, people are scared to look themselves in the mirror. What it really comes down to and like, like you said, self-care is so crucial. And it even relates to people who, when you look towards relationships and dating, and I'm not an expert whatsoever about that, <laughs> but like, I'm pretty sound off in just understanding that you need to fucking take time for yourself and reflect on what you want in life and who you are. Are you doing the right things? Are you saying the right things to people? Are you just all that stuff? You gotta like look at yourself. And like, that's something I learned even like when I used to play football. Something my old coach, uh, Vernon Crawford, used to say was just like, especially after loss, like, you guys got to look yourself in the mirror. What do you want to be? Like, do you want to be losers or do you want to just accept what's going on and actively work to be better and try to chase the wins? Like, and a lot of people don't get that message. A lot of people that I knew did not get that message. They think it's corny. They don't care about it. Whatever it was, people just drop in. Yeah. You have someone like that who's been to the highest level of professional football you listen, like, and people just didn't understand because this dude is teaching us not only about the game, but life. Yeah, there's life, life lessons, and that's why I miss about sports. God damn, don't get me started about that. <laughs> I <laughs> hope basketball starts up soon. I pray, like, I hope they don't cancel the season. You see, they had like a UFC fight with like nobody in the crowd. Yeah, I, I kind of dig it though. It's different. You hear everyone breathing. The, you hear the hits. Like, yeah. It's intense. Like, it is intense. I think there's a fight tonight. I forget who's fight. I think it's w- Woodley. Oh, I forget what his name is. Oh, I forget what his name Whatever. I'm glad. That the, I'm just glad that sports are coming back. Because I remember when they suspended basketball. That's when shit really got real for me. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Now this is like real. Like that's That was the moment where everything changed for me, I think, starting in this pandemic. It was crazy, too, because you know how, like, Rudy Gobert was the guy who kind of, like, kick-started this? Like, yeah. he made a joke about it. It was, like, touching all the microphones and shit. Um, a week before that, mm-hmm. the Jazz were training in my gym. Damn. Yeah. And they had, like, obviously, like, whenever, like, the athletes come in, they have, like, their trainers and uh, coaches around them. Essentially, like, bodyguards, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and they're all close to them, so it's, like... You don't know if he had it before, like, That's when he was too. there and That's shit. the thing, too. It's, but it's just the optics of that situation looked so bad. Yeah. Like, you're making fun of it, and then you get it. It's kind of karma. Mm-hmm. Like, low-key at the end of the day, whether and you he, believe in that or not. And he was, like, the one that kick-started it all. And then, like, they started testing, like, the jazz players, and, and then... Donovan Mitchell, and it's just a snowball effect. All of that, yeah. And then the, that, I'm, like, I agree, absolutely. Once they canceled sports, I was like, holy shit, like... Damn, I can't believe this happening. It doesn't feel real. Like still, like now, it kind of feels more like a. It's just it's normal. That's what we have to deal with. It kind of is what it is. Like, and I do want to preach to people out there. Like, when you can socially distance, practice good hygiene, washing your hands, the immune system. We talked about that earlier. Keep that in mind. You need to get sunlight, especially now. Don't stay in your house like cooped up because that's not good for your immune system. So when you go back into the like the quote unquote real world and you contact, come in contact with people. Your immune system doesn't have those defenses as it once did when you were out and about doing stuff because you're isolated, which is not good for you. It could increase the chance of you actually contracting that the virus itself or something else. Absolutely. And like the, like you said, the immune system needs to be worked, right? And to touch upon the nutrition again, mm-hmm. if you eat bad foods, like that's a very general term, but you should know what is good and not good for you. Yeah. Um, a lot of those have uh, inflammatory properties, right? So now your immune system is working hard just because you're neglecting your body by the food you're putting into it and lack of exercise. So you're already putting yourself at a disadvantage. And that's why, like I said earlier, the obesity is such a problem because it's just like you're just stacking up all these issues that people have and the immune system's just like... I don't really know what to do right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, that's why we have a country of very unhealthy people, and like, that's why something like this hits us very hard because it reminds you you need to take care of yourself. Like, and I pre- people obviously preach physically, but I'm I fall on the mental side. Like, you gotta be mentally okay. Like, and it's okay to not be mentally okay, but to understand that you're not. Yeah, and that also is a reflection on your family, your friends, to check in on those people, like we mentioned earlier. Like. See, if you see something that's questionable, reach out to them. Be like, hey, are you okay? Like, do you need like help? And especially at a time like this where it's hard to connect, like hit them up on Facetime. Like, this is where 
I preach, I've said this before, social media is a tool for communication. It is not the only avenue of communication. And people forget that. Yeah. It's like, you can't forget to have the personal stuff, but when you can't have that personal connection and contact, that's when FaceTime and stuff like that is amazing. Like, oh, you absolutely. get to see them. Once, like, when this all started, uh, and obviously I wasn't hanging out with anyone, mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, I'm just going to start FaceTiming and, like, a couple FaceTimes a week, different friends, yep. like, just chill for, like, an hour, and you just have conversation. You know what I mean? Genuine conversation. Yeah, bullshit. And yeah. Like it's catching up and checking their mental their mental health, kind of. Like, I've been doing it for a little bit, so obviously when I lived away, like, I couldn't, I wasn't around to talk to people that I was friends with back home. So, like, I've been, I feel like I've been, quote unquote, quarantined a little bit, because, like, when I lived out there, I definitely self-isolated a little bit, because, like, I stopped drinking, going out, and doing all that stuff, so I kind of stayed to myself. So I've kind of already been a little quarantined, so, like, I'm, I'm used to it. But now I'm able to be with family, and I'm so glad that I, I'm home when all this stuff happened, because I would have been miserable if I got stuck locked down in Georgia. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Shout out to the South, but not, not the place that I wanted to be. Like, no offense to Georgia. Great, great <laughs> state for the most part, I guess, but... Yeah, I was like the complete opposite. I was always like trying to go out, do stuff with my mm-hmm. friends and shit like that. But, you know, being at home, and like I said, being grateful about... Every day that you have mm-hmm. sounds corny. A lot of things that sound corny are just true. True, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> gotta deal with that, people. Yeah. I say all the time, call me fucking corny. I do not give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be corny and positive than negative and a fucking bum. Like, go be negative Nelly somewhere else. Like, I don't yeah. do it. I don't Nine times that. out of ten, when you say something corny, you're putting a smile on someone's face anyway. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Even if they're just laughing at you for saying it. I mean, I don't care. Like, I got some people in my life, I'll say some corny stuff too, and... I'm doing it out of kindness and appreciation for them, but, like, I know, it's corny. I get it. Like, people laugh at it, and it is what it is, but that's me. Like, that's the person who I want to be, and that's the type of energy that I want to put out there for people. Like, there's countless people that I've come in contact with, and, like, even when I've kind of, like, just post, like, a little hype hype thing out there right now for the podcast that I'm recording this, people are hitting me up, like, hell yeah, glad to see it's back. Like, Yeah, dude, that's like, what you want. You want that positive reinforcement. Yeah. Anytime you can... Lend some of that to someone. Go ahead, because it's not costing you anything. Cost you it's, zero. It's like I saw this video, uh, Kevin Hart's trainer, mm-hmm. talking about like, oh, if you light your candle, it doesn't take any flame away from your candle to light someone else's candle. Mm, that's and a good one. having the visual representation of that when he's talking, it it kind of just like flips a switch for you because sometimes people need <clears throat> something that's that dramatic. Like, to be like, oh, wow, now I put it together. You know what I mean? I'm like, I need that visual aspect sometimes yeah. to really understand, like, where someone's coming from. That's a good one, too. It is. Because like, especially when you see him take the candle, light the other candle, hold them up side by side, it doesn't lose any flame. They're both burning bright, and that's it. It's just equal. Mm. So that's, it's like, that's a good one. I really like that. There's no reason to not be like, good job. That's awesome. Keep it up. Anything. Any little bit. I, I'm so for that. I, I really actually like that. I'm going to like go look for that and like share that. Like I really I'm pretty sure his Instagram, Instagram handle is just trained. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I know he tra- he's been training with Westbrook and stuff too. I've, I've seen Hell that. Yeah. yeah. But like, I like that. That makes that for me that fucking just clicks because like I'm someone where I feel like I've kind of lit my own flame and I want to help other people light their flames. Like just. Even when I talked to Taylor a little bit before he started his uh, fitness page, his like health and his he talked he shares his meals and shares some videos of him working out. Check him out it was on one of my episodes. Taylor Agnew, awesome person, love him. But we talked about just making content and putting stuff out there for because you never know who's gonna see it and it's gonna inspire. Like that's something I I didn't realize when I started the podcast how many people I could actually touch and how many people actually do support you like. When you go for something like this, because obviously there are going to be people who don't, and like it's their choice. I'm not going to argue with them, but I don't care. You don't have to support me in what I do, but it is what it is at the end of the day. But there are people who do, and like it's appreciated. And like at first, it was so overwhelming. I'm like, wow, like I didn't expect this, and like people didn't expect a podcast out of me either, because I wasn't always the most outgoing person. Yeah. Like I'm not a talker like that. It's something that I learned to do, and like 
once you kind of just, it felt like I, I've said this before, but I feel like I just flipped the switch and like, like I'm not scared like of anything like that. Like I'm not scared of meeting new people. Like yeah, it could be awkward, but I'm not afraid of it. Like I know how to communicate people. If I could find one thing that we could connect on, we're good. Like and even if we can't, like I can still have a conversation. I'm not a fucking asshole. Like yeah. I know how to communicate my thoughts and how I'm feeling with people and like. That's something I've learned through this podcast, like getting where you come from or where other guests have come from and hearing that because you never know until you ask, really. True. Yeah. Being able to put yourself in an awkward situation, once you become comfortable with that, Mm -hmm. that's how you get ahead in life because you do the things that other people are too afraid to do. And when you have these thoughts, because, you know, if it's like... Starting a small business, whatever, whatever it may be, for example, people saying, oh, well, watch out for this, watch mm-hmm. out for that. There, There's so many, well, guess what? There's a million reasons not to do something, right? Because it's easy to think of it because it's negative, mm-hmm. right? You got to be able to persevere through all that to get to the end where the positivity is. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's always happening in the mind. So... If you can acknowledge that now, especially if you're young, oh yeah, and try to put yourself in situations that you haven't been in before, just to learn and grow, you're gonna be far more successful. That's big facts. Like being able to be uncomfortable in those type of situations is good for growth. They always say comfort zones are fucking the worst place to be in. Like, and I'm okay if that's where you want to live. That's just not where I'm going to stay. Like, yeah. I'm okay visiting, but I'm not staying there, like, whatsoever. Definitely, you can't. You can't. You have to be willing to grow, and they always say you kind of have to pay, pay, pave your own way in life, and that's what I feel like I'm trying to do. That's what it looks like you're trying to do with your stuff, and it's dope. And like, It's a message that people need to hear. There needs to be that more positive energy collectively, especially in a time like right now. Yeah. Like, need this shit more than ever. And it's just people stepping up to the plate. That's what you need to do. Like, And to be able to do that requires you to look at yourself. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Like, A big thing that I do is I look at my life from an outside perspective. And I tell myself multiple times a week how grateful I am. Mm-hmm. Because like you were talking about earlier, like you have to realize where you are in life and like the advantages that you may or may not have had mm-hmm. and with me i always tell people like i feel like i've been like the luckiest son of a bitch throughout my entire life and is there any really is there any justification for it not really but i'm positive mm-hmm. and i'm grateful so as long as i understand that then i just hope th- Things keep going the way they're going, and they should because I have good in my heart. Facts. If you have good intentions, you'll always be good in general. I I believe that. You just don't want to go off like negative stuff. It's so easy. Like It really is, and it's frustrating. You know what's funny? The other day, you'll probably remember this, and I'm not going to share this with anybody. Like You can try to go look for this, but like remember our old YouTube videos? Hell yeah. (laughs) I I knew you were going to say this. I, I have one. I swear it's on my Facebook somewhere. It's like I'm gonna pull it up right now and like I'm I'm not gonna some someone's gonna listen to this and they're gonna go look for it. But I before everything happened, I made sure that I logged onto our old YouTube channel and made all those video private. I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know what the, the name of I it was I'm not gonna say the name on <laughs> here because people are gonna look for it. Yeah. But like you know what the name was, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And it was us doing for people who don't know you know the you're a jerk dance and like dougie like back when that was popping like yeah you were the fucking best one but me and my brother were just like eh. that was just like genuine fun though that was just, Dude, just like so kids fun. being kids just fucking kicking it i'm gonna pull it up we'll watch it off off record but i'm gonna see, fucking find it right now <laughs> see now now if someone wanted to do that like oh they'd get you, bullied you get all that stress of what people are gonna be saying to you and shit but, i mean People Back. were pretty positive when we did it, like, for the most part. It was also, like, a much different It was way era. different. Oh, yeah. Even Social media it wasn't was, really a big thing yet. Yeah, even though it wasn't that that long ago, it was still enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, like, at least, I want to say, 
uh, three minutes of content. I'm not going to say where. If you find it, you find it. But I'm pretty sure I was we'll in... We'll watch the whole thing after, but... I'm pretty sure I was in seventh grade. It just said ten years ago, dude. Ten years Ten ago. years ago we recorded that video. Holy shit. It's crazy. Like, I ha- I used to have them on my computer. Because, like, they- we had multiple videos. We had at least three or four, I think. Yeah. And we thought we were so good, like... I don't. It was just a different time. Like I love dancing. I'm not gonna front to people. It's like dancing's good for you. Like people who are stiff and shit. Like just kind of loosen up a little bit and shake. Like yeah. even if you need feels, a little bit boozy, feels good to move. Yeah, it's it's a happy thing. And like I don't know. We used to have so much fun doing that. Like you'd always come over. We'd maybe basketball a little bit and then record video and like. I don't know. I just I, I had to bring that up on the podcast while we were talking. Absolutely, like, dude. You got. I knew that was coming too. Oh, totally. <laughs> but that's good though. It's you just got to do what you enjoy doing, have fun with it, and don't worry about what people are gonna say to you because oh, somebody always has something negative to say. Oh, every time, dude. Like you can't. That's we will preach and preach and preach. Try not to think or care what other people think about you. As long as you think positively about yourself, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Like I've and it's se- tough. It is really hard. And like I still have times where I look at myself negatively and like I judge myself and like I'm, I know I shouldn't do it, but like we're human too. Like there's an aspect that it's hard to grasp for some people. It's like you are a human being. It is normal to feel depressed. It is normal to feel anxious. It's normal to feel mad. I shared something the other day. Feel your feelings. I saw that. Don't fucking, especially as men. I think we're oh, taught, that's a huge thing. Dude. We're taught early in life to to deal with it. Man up, like pull yourself up by the bootstraps type shit. Like shake it off. Like that's just I don't agree with that. And like oh. I'm I'm an emotional person. I don't give a fuck. I wear Hell my yeah. shit on my sleeve. Like you can judge me, call me corny. Like I don't care. Like I'd rather tell you how I feel all the time than hide my stuff and let it build up and make it a bigger issue than it is than it should have been in general. If I just told you how I felt. And, like, that's what I want from other people, too. But, obviously, expectations of the death people. You can't expect someone to give you what you give back. And I try not to do that. And it's difficult as a human to do that because you want what you give out, obviously. Yeah. That's what most people want. But as long as you communicate yourself well, it's all you could do at the end of the day. I'm so glad you said that about, mm-hmm. like, the, you know, be a man thing. Like, <sighs> I'm pretty sure, what was it, Gillette that made a commercial about, like what it means to like tell your kid to like oh oh it was like boys will be boys you know what i mean like they wrestle they do dumb shit it's just like oh boys will be boys but like that shouldn't be an excuse yeah definitely and that shouldn't be how like on top of that when they grow up like you know they're taught to be tough and shit and especially like me somebody looks at me they probably wouldn't think that i'm mad soft but like I am, I'm always trying to feel my emotions because if you can't feel them, then you're just gonna be confused all the time. Facts. It's the number one way to truly be happy is understanding your own feelings. And like I said, you gotta actively search for that. Mm-hmm. You you have to read about the mind. No one can just like conceptualize what's happening in their head if you don't learn about how complex it actually is dude we have everything we need in front of us on our phone it's called google google yeah. your shit and research it look at stuff you agree with look at stuff you don't agree with get the, all the sources and then make your judgment based off the sources that you've looked at and try to look for credible stuff because it is hard but like mm-hmm. just the feeling stuff man that gets me so riled up like i just get so mad when i hear people just like it's just like oh you're being soft like stop being in your feels like I'd rather fucking be in my feels than fucking acting like a fucking man. Like, goddamn, like, yeah, what's because that? acting like a man just means acting like an asshole. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're hiding your emotions. Like, there's no reason to hide your emotions because you're hurting whether you're in a relationship or you're married or your friends or strangers. Like, however you feel towards them, obviously be kind and gentle and not try to come off as an asshole, but be honest with them. Like, tell them how you feel. Because it goes back into what we said earlier. You never know what's promised the next day. Like, you never know when it could be the last time you see someone. That's kind of how I try to approach life now. It's like we've both experienced loss in our life, whether yeah. people are our own age, family members, and etc. Like, celebrities, too. Like, in general, you see someone pass, and you never know what tomorrow's promised. So oh. 
Tell when you feel a certain way, tell someone. You miss someone, tell them. You like them, tell them. You love them, tell them. Like speak your mind. Yep, even if it's awkward, you gotta even do it. Even if it's awkward. Yeah, dude. I lost a friend that was my age I went to school with. Um and it was like obviously like a pretty tough thing to handle. Mm-hmm. Um but that was kind of like that driving factor of like you don't know when your time is so to speak so anything that i want to get at right now i'm gonna go after and get it Mm -hmm. if i fail well okay i still went after it and i failed to do it and i just got to figure out how to succeed at it just gotta pick it up and just like can't can't get caught up in the failure because the failure is essential for you to grow yeah people forget about the process the process requires you to fail if you don't fail, you aren't going to learn how to deal with your losses and how to get better from them. Yeah, and don't feel humiliated or depressed if you do lose. Like, sure, you you might hang your head for a little while, mm-hmm. but it's, like I said, understand your feelings. Understand, okay, that sucked. What do I have to do now to be better? Facts. Dude, this has been a fucking fantastic podcast episode. I've let it run a little longer because I fucking I just missed doing this and we were in some great conversations. Before us, I have one question I have for you before we wrap up. But is there anything that you wanted to kind of just like get off your chest or talk about before I ask my last question? <sighs> or talk about we ha- we still have more time if you want. But like, I mean, the only thing that I really I guess have to share is just take care of yourself. Look into things that you don't know right now that will benefit you for the long term you always want to be planning long term Mm -hmm. and i'll leave it at that whether it be health financial relationship anything whatever you think you need to look into and give some time and attention do that now fact i love that so my last question is how i end every podcast is what would your advice be to someone who's pursuing their passion my Which ties advice, to kind of what you just said, but yeah, yeah. Uh, to pursue your passion, um, you need to understand your passion before you pursue it. Mm. You need to understand the why you're passionate about something. Like if your passion is fitness, for example, me, why is fitness what makes you passionate? And for me, it's because it helps everything we talked about from physical to mental well-being relationships everything so once you figure out what your passion is figure out why you want to do it give it some time write it down analyze it and say okay this is what i need to do to get the results that i'm looking for amazing love that really well said I appreciate you for taking time out of your day to come sit with me and finally glad that we got this podcast recorded and people are going to really enjoy this one and I'm glad to kind of push content for people and just thank you, man. Really thank you, Angela. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So just plug your Instagram real quick. At AS4Fitness. Check that out. Co-signed by me. I'll tag him when I post the ads about this. If you need to get in contact with him, you could reach him on Instagram. You could reach me. I could connect you with him. Always trying to connect people with other people and being a platform where a chance to build like a network and a base for everyone to kind of grow and change. So awesome. Thank you. So I'll give my little spiel now. If you like the podcast, rate, review, check it out, share it with people. I appreciate the shares. I I appreciate the support. If you like something that I said, tell me if you don't, we talk about it. I'm always open. My DMS are always open. I appreciate feedback and you can check it out. The carolconnection.simplecast.com or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the whole nine yards. You guys know where to find me. Glad to be back. Expect more episodes in the future. And until next time, guys, goodbye.